it's by, not going to kill By the way, anyone it. listening to us, none of us are medical professionals, and our, uh, our words should, you. Not be, should not be taken <laughs> Excuse at, yourself. at, at uh, face value. Look, this none man's of us are... hands were on my back last week working wa- miracles of medical work. We're not going to talk where other parts of his body were at the same time. <laughs> yeah, you still right. owe me for that. <laughs> yeah, I heard. I started feeling better on Sunday. Didn't I didn't give him a happy ending. I was gonna say you didn't even give him a reach round. I heard. Nope. Yeah, that's fucking nope. just common courtesy, there, bud. Hey, apparently it felt good enough that I didn't need to. Hey, this is Chase Masterson from Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and whether you're in regular rehab or comic book rehab, we want you to know we're here for you. Thanks for listening to Comic Book Rehab. Live long and prosper. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Hi, Paul. All right. You are listening to the Comic Book Rehab, where we sit down every week and discuss our absolutely nothing best <laughs> comics of the week and all others, even the ones we don't like. I am joined by Dave Magic Hands Hatter, Jimmy Kimmel. I'm licking my beard. That was a mustache. Was it? Oh, yeah, you did lick the mustache. You, you have one. You should know the difference between a beard and a mustache. I don't lick it, though. And just shush. Yeah. So, all righty. So, we're going to review some books that came out on March 4th, 2020, the year of our Lord. Okay. We're going to start off with some Marvel books. And, uh, you know, we're going to start off with the best Marvel book that came out this week, Daredevil number 19. Not just the best Marvel book that came out this week. Oh, really? I'm not sure yet. Uh, <laughs> I'm still 50-50 on this. This is my Marvel pick of the week. Okay. 100%. This De- Definitely my Marvel pick yeah, of the week. This was, this was the second book I read this week. Uh, the first one I read was King of Nowhere uh, on from uh, Independence. And I really liked King of Nowhere. And then I read this and went, holy shit. Um, just all the, God, all the action, the explosions. This, yeah, this was the, like a, a Michael Bay comic book, but in the but, best way possible. But this was with better than writing, that. Yeah. With, and with tr- better writing. And Chichetto's back. And fucking Chichetto's yeah. back. I, Tell oh, me man. about it. And there I love like all a, the, the, the... There was like a brief sort of... Sam Raimi Spider-Man moment where everyone starts putting on the Daredevil yeah, masks. And, and I like, love if that. If you fuck with the, the you, kitchen, you, you fuck. You, sort yeah. of, they didn't really say that, but that's kind like, of the vibe they gave. And it's like, but this but is the perfect. But the ending, the ending was perfect because it's like, oh, look, another fake uh, Daredevil. And he's like, no, just Daredevil. <laughs> that's not the biggest bit. Holy shit. He does well, it wasn't the holy shit. It was just a fantastic but ending. They're going... Rhino is the only one that's like he doesn't kill women and children and yeah. he really doesn't want to destroy a church, but then he take everything down. He says, I'm gonna fuck everything else up. You have ten minutes. 
and then Sister Elizabeth, who's kind of been turns into it finds has out. been kind of Matt has been kind of Matt's conscious through the whole series so far. And, the, and oh yeah, that is the big holy and shit. The yeah, big yeah. Reveal yeah. is it's her typhoid name's not Mary. Elizabeth; it's Mary. It's typhoid Mary, right? When that when that happened, I'm just I thought that was the last page. That that enough would have been a great last page reveal. How oh, does she hide awesome. all that fucking hair I under know. her Tell, nun's uh, thingy? Under the habit. But the yeah. fact that that's been Matt's kind of conscience for this. I think I think everyone was trying to avoid killing. They, in fact, their orders were not to kill anyone, just blow shit up. Mm-hmm. I think it was Bullseye that kind of went sadistic and started killing people. They're just leveling Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, not it's Bullseye. Aw- it's awesome. Oh, God, this was so good. This... Jeez, is this the? It's hard, but is this the best Daredevil book of the run? Period. So far, I think so. I mean, there was some really really good. Last week's was really fucking good too. Like that was the one where I was like, "Yeah, whatever." Was last Last the last one? I mean, that was the one where I was like, "This is a perfect comic book." Um, yeah, that was like the first comic book I never had anything to even nitpick about. So that is the perfect comic book. And this one I don't really have that much either. Uh. Oh, it was great. So, so what? What are you nitpicking on? How did she I'm hide all the hair? Oh, that just that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. And I'm sad to see that the uh, the uh, the the poser daredevil, the original one, dies. That was a bummer. Yeah, but and then Matt. Yeah, Matt takes his mask, and that's what he's wearing at the end. Mm-hmm. But that that was poetic. You know. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. That was awesome. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, Dave. Hi, Triple P. Hi, Princess. Fucking hate you guys. (laughs) Don't lump me in with them. I've said Dave every single time. Strange Academy, number one. Uh, I didn't get, I didn't finish this. This was, I like Scotty Young and uh, Humberto Ramos. All right. You nailed it. Yeah, you got it. I thought he was gonna. Uh, he started. Uh, uh, art, uh, the art in this was really fucking good. Yeah, I. This is a book that is... Ramos's art fits perfectly. Yes, with. and Scotty Young's tone on it is just there. He has that. He does have that. Like tone. it's not that. Like there's comedy, but it's not what we're used to type comedy out of Scotty. I think. So essentially, they're starting a school for magical youth. Well, because now magic has returned to. This realm, yep. Um, and it's, so it's, it's it's Hogwarts, right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's, it's yeah, it, it's it's magic users through all dimensions. So like, you have Dormammu's illegitimate son. You have Asgardian. Well, it's all twins. it's all the it's all the kids and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. some frost giant chick. You have a half fairy. You have you have a. So who's the, the, the who's the headmaster? Chick. Is it Brother Voodoo? Brother Voodoo is the headmaster. And then, of course, we have a guest appearance by Doctor Strange. Well, no, he's he's like the overseer of the school. So, like your principal, brother would be, Voodoo, or Doctor Strange. No, brother, brother Voodoo, Voodoo would be like, like your the, principal. Yeah, but and then Doctor Strange would be like your superintendent. Well, Doctor Strange is the Sorcerer Supreme, right? So, yeah, and I guess they, all other magic users that are established in the universe are going, are going to, to be showing up occasionally to teach random right. classes. Right? There, there's there's like the ancient one um, that Zelma. I, I love Loki. Magic in this. Zelma. Yeah. Because uh, uh, Loki, Witch. Loki shows up with the Frost Giant, and he's like, "Who would have ever thought that?" Like. 
I won't be the worst thing you see because they're freaking out and they like immediately want to start fighting Dormammu's son. Yeah. I love the tone of this. Again, it was a very setup issue because it's introducing all these characters. I hope what they're going to do is they're going to take a few issues to introduce, like, they're kind of paired off. Character uh, build? And character right. build, which I'm okay. sure that's what Scotty's going to do well, with Well, he he has. He, he's very successful with that this, in uh, this, Middle this West. Was, this was a very good start. This not, was good. Not pick of the week. Worthy, I don't think it's... But it's going to be... Let me start caring about these characters more, and this is a lot better book, right? And because it's all pretty much new characters, right? And this right. is going to be your next generation of the magic type until the, until the until the series ends, and then we'll never fucking see yeah. them again. Yeah, like every academy. Book. Um, but I, I said to Jimmy, like this felt just like this felt like an X Men book. Like if you told me all these people were mutants. I'd buy it. Well, one of your first Academy books was Gen X. Right. And I mean, we had Avengers Academy and we had other academies. So what happened to all those characters? So it, it, it's it. this was good, but it's like, it's hard for me to care about any of these characters if they're going to be so fleeting. Well, so, not, not only that, but you have no backstory on... Yet. Yeah, yeah I'm sure so. that's, that, that's what we're going to get, but it's just going to make me disappointed that we're never going to fucking see him again. It's just weird that, you know... You typically don't get that in a Marvel book. You don't typically get, here's a whole cast of new characters. But they definitely have a fucking superstar creative team. Oh, absolutely. It, so it should, it should be good all the way through. Yeah. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi, Hi Jimmy. Jimmy. Marvel number one. Okay. Uh, I have no idea of the creative teams. I don't have it in front of me. Uh, Alex Ross is the storyteller. Um and on the Spider-Man Make My Day is Frank Espinoza. And on The Boy and the Brute is uh, Kirk Busick. And the art is Steve Rude. Who did the art on the Spider-Man one? Uh, it, Frank Espinoza. He did He did story and art. Are, are you sure? Do you want to read that closer? Are you sure it doesn't say Dave Hatter? I think Dave it can doesn't. draw. <laughs> I, I think Dave can draw this. Shut sh- Show Josh. Josh hasn't seen it. Show Josh. Not this page. This is the Alex Ross page. This is the not Alex Ross page. The whole story. The whole fucking Spider-Man story. Which I'm not. A, do you, the, I, I don't, the Ralph I, Cramden you know statue. I, I mean, they make the a art. reference it to does, him later, it is, too. It is a terrible fit for Spider-Man, though. Yeah. The um, story. The so, story's uh, okay. I didn't mind the story. Is so, uh, it kind of is, is it kind of like a dream Jane. thing? Oh, goodness. well, yeah. The whole point of this, it's nightmare has right. Stranger's dreams, and he's reforming the universe. So this in is his head. right. So and, this is all a dream, and that's why Spider-Man has Rhino's repeating himself. The thing that pissed me off is Mary Jane is written so terribly in this. Like her whole complaint is, "Do you know how much you spend on web fluid stuff?" And he's like. You realize yeah, that's that like, was, and that's, that's kind like of the my whole pro- main weapon. He's like, well, you could use less of it. And the whole rhino fight is like exciting because he ran out of it at the end. She's like, oh, I see why you need web fluid because you get your ass kicked if you don't. We can make it work, honey. I fucking hated this. I almost stopped reading this. I'm glad I didn't because the Avengers story by Kurt Buzak yeah. is fucking phenomenal i didn't get to that that was the one thing i wanted to it's try a to get story to. yeah oh well, no I, I'm, an I'm gonna read it but i just story. didn't i didn't get get to it and it's kirk so yeah it literally is right after avengers 3 the original avengers yes 3. yeah I, I got that part. and 
Um, it's it's right. Avengers three's when Hulk's like he well he Avengers Avengers two he leaves. Three they search for him, and I get this would be after that. Yep, thing. and it's uh, he's trying to get his only friend in the world back. And he gets his only friend in the world. He goes back to Bruce Banner, and Bruce is like, "No, you need to, uh, you need to stay with the Avengers. It's safer." And he's just, and it's, uh, is it Rick Jones? Yes. Yeah. And Rick Jones yeah. is just like, "Motherfucker, here we go again." So apparently, the Hulk doesn't remember that Bruce is like, "No, you need to stay with the Avengers." And then Hulk comes back, he's like, "I want my friend back," and it's just like, uh, this constant cycle. I love that story, the art fit because it. It feels it's like that, it's at Kirby time. Yeah, absolute. That one was spectacular. I'll continue reading these because they're supposed to be. Are they all going to be different characters? That's what I'm thinking. So yeah. um, the, the premise is, is pretty premise, cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's stories reimagined because it doesn't really matter because they're in a dreamscape. Right. So that's always interesting because, you know, you can do things that you can't typically do in an ongoing. Okay. Iron Man 2020 number oh, three. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Hi, I'm Josh. Fuck, Hi, you. Josh. Fuck you, Josh. Fuck you, Josh. This was again terrible. No. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> Say it's not so, Josh. All the robots revolt. Arno Stark reveals to Mark One, who is the AI Tony in flesh form, that the reason he's one? doing all of this is because he's trying to stop. This is the one that's drinking, right? That's. Running the the AI Tony robot that's going around and drinking. He's not drinking. I thought I thought he was. Uh, he gets def- he gets his ass kicked. That's by how Arno the Stark. first one ended, where he was. They found him and at he's a drinking. Store yeah, he's at a bar. No, they or found him in, in 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 a in a AI bar. Oh, okay. Listen, stop man. talking. Stop yeah, fucking stop. talking. An AI bar. Jesus Listen Christ. Listen. I'm not going to go back on any of the other previous issues because it would make this worse. Because, and it's already really bad. Arno Stark absolutely hands... His name's Mark One. Is the AI flesh version of Tony Stark. Hands him his ass. Hurting. He kidnaps him and makes him wake up to his parents giving him a birthday cake for some reason. <laughs> and Arno Stark basically explains why he's Spider-Man doing Man this. Noir, yeah, yeah, saying, There's this Spider-Man Noir, number one. There's this extinction that's becoming... Spider-Man... <laughs> You are all of a sudden. All the robots one. show up that are revolting, and they they try to they try to uh, attack. I got, Arno you, Stark. I got you one better. Black Arno Stark Cat, ends up number killing. ten. I read this. <laughs> I read this. Arno Stark ends up Black killing. Cat Stark, ends Wolverine. up killing uh, Mark One, and that's the end. Wolverine. <laughs> As Jimmy unplugs, Josh Black Cat number ten. So the reason I picked this up is. Uh, the writer put out on Twitter, this was kind of their goal. Ten issues was their goal for this series because, you know, it's a character that typically hasn't carried. And I, I've seen a lot of positive reviews on it. So I'm like, well, I, I'll go back and listen to Paul's review of nine. And he did give a little bit of a review. I read number ten. Yeah, I, I kind of read it a little bit. It's honestly not terrible. I told you it's not terrible. It's it, not great. It's not no, terrible. No. But it, yeah. It's not something I'd look forward to reading. But if I had to read this, I'd read it. Yeah, you had nothing else to do, and Shrek's not on the TV, you yeah. know. Yeah, sure. You're not hearing things. I thought it was the mic when I plugged it back in, but I think it's the light. You don't hear that buzzing noise? No. I mean, you got pretty noise canceling earphones on, so. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I only hear what the mic hears, and that's all I give. I mean, yeah, yeah. you guys can't hear it in the mic. Yeah, no, we're not. And hearing by the way, if you noticed on episode number ninety-one, found the front, found the back, found fucking. 
cold open. That was it. <laughs> Didn't edit anything else out. Yeah, no, it's not. It's no, not but Black Hat number ten. Honestly, I might go back and read a couple of these just to see. They're, again, they're not. It's not. It's not a terrible read. It's not written. Re- you know what would service the book a little better? They had good, a, a better art, or yeah. even honestly, it's Black Cat. They just need cheesecake art. Yeah. That's all they need. You put yeah. Clay Man on this. This is a great. Oh book. my God! They put Clay Man on it. It'd be pick of the week. The story is good enough to carry it, and the art is lacking. Um, Spider Man, Noir, Numero. Noir, oh, Noir, Noir. <laughs> I read about four pages of this, and I went, "Holy fuck! I really don't care about this character." The end. The end. Okay. On to DC. No, I got. I got no, oh, no, no, no. I got one more. Uh, I got Doctor Doom, number Doctor, six. Doctor Strange. Surgeon oh, that's right. Fucking Christ. Christ. We got a lot of doctors. Um, Doctor Strange inve- is investigating the the theft of his his magic item forge, um, and he's rushed into surgery a couple of times. Uh, apparently, he's trying to. He's probably gonna end up banging whoever uh, Regina is. She's like the. She's like the 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 head of the. She doesn't run the hospital because Doctor Druid does or Mister Druid is whatever is, is his name is. Shrek on is that why that's probably going to happen? There's a really weird that I didn't even realize there was any chemistry between them where they're just like, oh man, we should have fucked. And then oh. anyway, someone ends up coming into the the hospital that is disguised as a patient, but it's really a demon with a bomb in his head that's going to blow up the building. And he has to call on Doctor Druid to. Uh, Transfer the magical energy of the bomb into the plants in the greenhouse on the on the ceiling. I like how Jimmy just like zones out and goes into and his phone. Josh that's oh, hundred percent, pretty yeah, much yeah. it. He he's he's still trying to find out who stole his shit. I'm the only motherfucker on this planet, that's about it. This on this motherfucking planet that is forced to listen to this podcast. <laughs> that's about it. Um, so I like to space out so I have new material to listen to. Like, oh, Josh made a funny little joke there. I didn't chuckle because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't a great issue. Um, so there's that. Okay, so Doctor Doom number six. Um, Kang and Doctor Doom are going cross country to go back to Latveria, like on a train at first, and other ways that they can find. Why? I don't know because they they even bring that up. <laughs> like, why are we just not? transforming over there and then doom has some lame excuse about well they're they're following me and they're looking for where magic will happen is this and like everybody a buddy episode it kind of is so and honestly hopping trains and shit oh well it's it's, Kang, it's great it's, it's the bride well, and okay. stewie so this, this page, shipping off to boston yeah. so this page this page here is you know they're kind of in the in the Do middle of fucking nowhere show up again Sort of. So they get these two hillbillies that are showing up. Hey, who are you two ask, guys? Ask grass or cash. Water will be. Pretty much. That's just about how it goes down. And it, it Doom just goes, zap. <laughs> he just zaps them out of existence. <laughs> fucking, it was, it was hilarious. Um, who pulls over for Kang and Dr. Doom and is like, you guys need a lift? Like, unless they're getting to yeah. like a cosplay fucking event. Oh, They're in the Marvel picture. Universe. They know that these oh, entities exist. Oh, I can picture is somebody going, tell them Large Marge sent you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I don't know. I've had days of work that if those two are alongside the road and they want to hitchhike and I know I'm probably going to die, it's like, yeah, 
Yeah, so the way somehow right. to get back to Latveria, he has to go through Mexico because I guess that's how geography sure. works. But Isn't he like ends up at Me- Mexico ocean? at the end. Latveria's I in I think there's probably some portal he can use that's in Mexico that's Eurasia hidden because he had all those doom portal place so yeah, he could pop up anywhere can't yeah. time but, travel but, but what's exactly what the but, but there, there's a problem Look, here why, i, why, I will tell you this what as preposterous a... as all this is it was actually pretty good what if there, it, it's it good what if there's yeah. a p- portal to krakoa right next to the doom portal and he doesn't know which one to go into and then we get a big crossover event with the fucking x-men, X-Men well, no, uh, fantastic go, you four you can't go into the portal yeah. if you're not a mutant he's doom he can do what he wishes i he could probably hack it yeah you're right yeah so but Savage the, this Avengers was, this number was eleven. Good. Did you read Savage Avengers? Uh, no, no. It was weird because suddenly uh, uh, Stephen Strange is banging Elektra. But but not just any Stephen Strange. The seducing, seductive Doctor Strange. Yes, the sed- seducer okay. supreme. Doc so McDreamy. Doctor so Strange. Shrek is on TV. Shrek is that, apparently Shrek's is on, on TV, and then we find out the backstory of Cool and Gath, um, because apparently. Some blood spilled on on the the cloak of levitation, and he can, through Coolangath's DNA, retrace his history. And he finds out that Coolangath is a cannibal that has gone throughout time, eating other magic users, like cutting them open and eating them. And in his time, he is sacrificing and killing the Sorcerer Supreme. And Stephen Strange projects astrally, and the the Sorcerer Supreme of that time starts speaking English, and is like. Cool and Gath can't figure out what the fuck I'm saying, but hopefully you're from the future and can and can fucking stop this guy. And he's like, uh, yeah, I haven't found a way to stop him. He's like, there, there's a fucking barbarian running around that can kill this guy as many times as you fucking need. Go find him. So after they after Doom and, and Strange teleported Conan to, I think, Brazil, they're going to have to start looking for him again, basically. So um, it was all right. I guess if you wanted backstory for Cool and Gath, but... Um, wasn't anything standout e standoutish. Great. Good. It was good. On to DC. On to DC. Okay. So we have a um a pretty big Flash DC 750 event it is, it, is this a, week. it is a big book. It's an eighty page giant. It fact. is an eighty page giant. So we'll get this out of the way. Did you use tax actor take deductions that seem too good to be true? That's funny. Was that our first ad? I think that Holy was our fuck, first ad. We had our first ad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get this out of the way. We have the perfect setup. We'll get out. Of the, we'll get these fucking ads out of the way. All right, on to Flash. <laughs> Does that qualify as a phone band? Or? It doesn't matter. I put him on a drinking bat. He doesn't, doesn't even work. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your ringtone? No, I don't oh, even. I, all I did was whatever. put my phone phone away, and evidently. All right, so we'll get this out of the pop. way. Wally the, West, the Scott Collins art, Jeff Johns story, far and away was the best story in this book. That story alone almost makes this my pick of the week, and there were some other good ones in here too. But do, do you know what the Wally story? I'm kind of on board with it. Yeah, the flash forward stuff. Yeah. It's weird because I normally fucking so hate does Brett- it pick up from Flash Forward it's, Six it's like right, right it's after? It's literally called the epilogue. Okay, I didn't get. I'm gonna it's read about, this yeah, tomorrow. It's called Flash Forward epilogue. So although I'm probably I, gonna I read Thor Forward tomorrow. I normally fucking hate Brett Booth's art, but like with this all this cosmic shit that's going on, his art 
it's growing on me, yeah. especially in this flash forward stuff. So, and it explains how he has the power similar to Doctor Manhattan, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, the the first issue is is like the quintessential kind of anniversary issue. Yeah, it's like, hey, Flash changed my life in this way, and he changed my life this way, or whatever. It was it was good. Um, uh, the Jeff Johns one was was amazing. Oh. All all Cole's doing is literally he threw on his jacket so he could go get a six he's, pack. Yeah, he's watching a hockey game. He runs out of beer, so he goes to the liquor store to During get beer. During the intermission, and someone else is already robbing it. So when he run, walks in, he's like, "No, this is my neighborhood. Put your fucking gun away." And the guy's like, "All right, put my gun and away." Then, then, and then oh the my cashier God, comes Captain out Cole's. and he's like, "Captain Cold's robbing me!" And he's like, "No, no!" And then the cops show up. And he's like, "God damn it!" So he just like blasts everyone and like freezes them and, and stuff. And then Wally's just like, "With Iris or not Iris?" Uh, Linda, Linda is like, I just can't figure it out. Like, this doesn't match his MO. Why would he do something like this? And it literally was a misunderstanding. He leaves the money on the counter for the six pack. Yeah, they're like, he's like, well, why do you think you, it's, it's, it's like the, he's doing this to terrorize me. And just what what show, other reason is there? And it's like, but in reality, he's just doing it to get beer. And the story name, B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. Um, the, the, the Manipool one was, <laughs> was okay. Um, he basically is talking to Iris priceless. and she's, I, I didn't like he, this he version was, of Iris. He was trying to spell in his head and it didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah. Didn't like this version of Iris where like she's just nagging him for being the, she's like, why does it have to be you? And then he taps into the speed mind thing, which is a thing from new 52 flash where he visits all the other universes really quickly to find out who's the Flash from other universes, and in one of them it's Grodd, one of them it's it's Iris, um, one of them it is uh, I think that's all we see. I mean, art was fucking amazing. I I dude, Manipul and fucking Flash is like something else. Um, I really I really like the uh, Mirror Master one. The art yeah. was really goofy, and it did a lot of throwbacks to the old Silver but, Age stuff. But you know what? It worked perfect for a Mirror Master story. Dude, it was it was great. We we got Big Head Flash for a brief moment. We got uh, the the Puppet Flash and all that stuff. Um, I'm trying to think of what the one I read the which one. You know what? They were all pretty good. Yeah, there wasn't really a stinker. There were, yeah, I guess there weren't any stinkers. Like, even the Jay Garrick one was pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. So is all this around, still, this was a very satisfying Was this book. still an 80-page giant? Yeah. Yes. yeah. There were six is that what the it. Wonder Woman was, or were they 100? Did anyone read it? No, they were 80. I wonder why the price reduction. I don't know. Because nobody wants to pay 10 bucks a book? But It could be. For the Jeff Johns, Scott Collins storyline, this is my pick of the week. Get out! I love this. Get gotta, if you out of here! If you guys didn't read it. I mean, it's it's a it's like I, I'm gonna read it tomorrow. This, yeah. I mean, Hopefully. for a big kind of anniversary, this has been the best one that's been put out because Dete- or detective, detective had a well, lot of action. And he had detective, there were yeah. stinkers in there. Yeah, Marvel One Thousand. There's were some stinkers. This one, honestly, there wasn't a bad story. And like I said, Jeff Johns, Scott Collins, Jeff Johns, I, I hear you, but here we go. The story that was continuing the actual Flash story where we had to deal with the paradox shit wasn't great, but it wasn't great. So I mean, just go to beer run, go to beer run and look at the art. Look at the Scott Collins. I understand about it. 
the story is called Beer Run. It's automatically, automatically it's Jimmy's automatically pick Jimmy's pick of the week. Beer run. Okay, yeah. If anyone, Flash. if anyone can write the, Just the, the rogues, it's, it's Jeff Johns. So, though. so I mean, like, so he, he future it. to all writers and creators that are listening to our podcast. Just title your story, or better yet, your book, Beer Run, or anything else with beer. It will be Jimmy's pick of the week. I'll read it. <laughs> it's actually it's a good idea. All right, so on to the real big. DC book Batman number 90 which is actually the one I'm talking about because this is the one that everybody's getting all little flesh flesser about we have which the origin of well because now you have the first full appearance of the designer but I thought oh. that wasn't the big one they were after I wanted yeah. I thought no they, this they is the designer the now oh what I loved about this is the designer would be a perfect big bad what I hate about this is it's clearly the Joker doing all this yeah on on all this stuff that's going yeah. on, yeah, this is Joker's thing or whatever. I the, I look, yeah, I dude. First, I of all, I will say this. This I think for me, uh, how how many are we in on Tynan's run on Batman? Now? This is number. Six. Is this the fourth one? Six. Yeah. Number Jesus no, no, Christ. Number five. Number five. Number five. The fifth one. Okay. Yeah. All right. That may. Yeah, he's he's definitely anyway, hitting a stride. Yeah. I think. I think this feels like a Batman book, finally. I, well, 89 was the same way. It felt like it, a Batman. Yeah, I didn't like 89. I, th- I'm i not crazy about this one um, no, I at actually all. I enjoyed this one. It, it, it's pretty much you just get that whole, the, this is, was designer's plan, and they go back to what the thing is. I just think the thing back and forth between Selena and Bruce is kind of a little bit bullshit. Because she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry about this," and I'm like, eh, I, "I don't, I don't know, I don't like it. It's, you it's think almost she's like, them? no, I don't think she's playing them. I just don't like the way. I don't, think, no, I don't think so. not at all. I don't but think she, that's part I mean, of the set. No, I, I've set up no, of this designed I like, plan. I like that part actually because she's telling him like, look, you have to understand when this all was happening, it was a different time. We were, uh, and I love that part of it. It's we like, were, you know, realize where we came from. It's yeah. like this is right when the. You, you know, you put on a mask and suddenly you could rob a bank and it, it was fun. Yeah. Like it was fun back then. And then this guy came along and was like, look, you need to take it to the next level. And then 10 more fucking levels. First of all. But I, I, well, okay. I, I, I remember now the is, other thing I didn't like this about the most this. beautiful book this week by far. Jimenez's art on this is no, so fucking good. I disagree. Um, Please. I disagree. Um, I know the other thing that kind of bothered me a little bit was. You know, when she's going through about setting up and it's like, well, of course, it's Wayne Enterprises, you know, and, yeah. you know, I was that like, was that was so that, that was, was so goofy. obvious. But, and, but he's like, I already like know it was me. basically I'm... is there to bring interview, out the full potential interview the or like ask the, the, the villains like what what do you want to do? And, and then, then he would tell the, them how the, it would the fail. What's the thing you want to do like in, in, in your most wildest dreams sort of thing? And they're like, oh, I just want to become the mayor. Like, That's it. Give me a fucking break. Um, I don't know who designer is supposed to be, but I, I feel re- like he's supposed to be Moriarty or something like that. I and the, know, and the yeah, detective he defeats in yeah. his story is, uh, is I Sherlock. Got, I kind of got, yeah. got or someone that like line. that. But I did like that. It's like I remember what I didn't like about eighty nine last week too was because the two issue before ago. two weeks ago because uh, the the issue before that ended with the penguin getting his throat slit. 
and then we show where he's walking into a hospital saying, "You have to help me." I'm like, "What the fuck?" And he's I think been that shot turned me in the off. Fucking head, like three all of that. It all turned me off, since man. New 52 it, was, it was, and he didn't get amnesia. He's tougher no. than Dick Grace. Yeah. <laughs> I love the designer. I I wish he'd be back, but clearly the stuff in the present day is the Joker. But I did like how they explained the oh, Joker, yeah. like how Selena like, listen, he was always kind of the one that we didn't like in the group. But he left there with a different look in his eyes. Like there was not. Yeah, because now, well, now he's unstoppable. I wish it was anyone but the fucking Joker. But um, it's definitely picking up. This has gone way better. And again, the art. Oh, this again. I want the most beautiful book of this week. I want more of the designer. I love that character. Yeah, I absolutely love that character with a great. With a great design, he's got a yeah. he's got a really good design. The one big bad they got right, they're gonna do fucking terrible things to and reveal it to be the Joker, anyways. All right, any other DC or were we on to Black Label? Uh, Justice, Justice League, League yeah. oh, Forty Two. Okay. Man, why? This was I like this as a Flash fan because we finally got to get to see the Flash kind of kick some ass. Oh, absolutely. Um, but beyond that, like we kind. Look, people that want to get away from the Scott Snyder fucking everything is at stake constantly sort of stuff, this is for you. This is just, yeah. this is a really small, not like everything's going to blow up or whatever uh, Justice League story. This it, is it's like a, a, it's this a, is world a good. Thre- yeah, it's a world threatening event, but it's something right in the Justice League's yes, wheelhouse. Yes, exactly. Um, I, I don't like, I don't like how Wonder Woman is just shit on constantly. Um, because I think I, th- I said the last issue, like Wonder Woman could probably beat anyone else in the Justice League, in my opinion, um, except for the Flash, of course. Uh, but <sighs> their solution is just to teleport all the the the, the Daxamites to another planet, and to do that, they have to open a portal using Madame Xanadu, and they have to bait them through the portal by having Flash basically punch them all in the dick, and then they chase after him to try to kill him and then he runs through the portal and then there's on the, they're on this other planet. Yeah, pretty much. Um the flash part was awesome. I mean, man, so many times he just ends up like slipping on a goddamn banana peel or fucking steps in gum or some shit, but this time he finally like he fucking he beat the shit out of every fucking Daxamite to the point where Eradicator was like hold on a second, this shouldn't be happening. Um, like, it's nice can- to see him fucking just be like yeah, fuck and this. Unleash I'm not fucking too. around. He's like, yeah, because he gets them going fast stuff. He's like, "Ha, you don't know what's going on because that's, we're past." The- that's the other thing is it reminds me that this somehow takes place. That this does take place before the whole uh, ju- Justice. Uh, Justice versus Doom War thing. Yet, but it also takes place after. when when Barry's Almost. Speed Force powers are on the fritz, which yeah. takes place because of Captain Cold t- making the deal with Lex Luthor. Yeah. So, like. You need to like you need to be buying in big time into the whole fucking metaverse shit that that Doctor Manhattan was spewing at the end of and the, everything can happen like at the same everything time. can happen at the same time sort of thing, um, so like continuity is just like hey fuck you we explained it already and it it that's just going to be their go to from now on but this was good I mean it wasn't bad or anything like that if if I hadn't like if this was just a regular Justice League issue and I didn't know anything about do more or anything like that it'd be I, good it'd be good yeah. and it was good so. Well written, decent art. Uh, does that leave us with Black Label for DC, or do we have any other regular DC? Uh, that's it for me. So for me, for regular DC. 
All right. Is this our only black label book this week? Didn't you read that Daphne Byrne piece of shit? I did not get to Daphne Byrne. Did you do Daphne Byrne I this did. week? You did? I did. Go ahead. <clears throat> See how we can shit on this fucking review. Daphne uh, Byrne. I'm number fucking three. insulted that you think I would do that to a friend. Yes. You guys are friends? <laughs> I'll, deny, I'll deny it if anyone ever brings it up. Supposedly. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Uh, so, to be fair. Uh, is this, I mean, this picked up on the last one, right? And, and it's it got picked better. up a little bit really? more. Really? It, it, got, it got better than <sighs> nothing happening for fucking 30 pages? You don't say. So, apparently the psychic that the mother was going to see. Yeah is the leader of some kind of cult and they're going to sacrifice her well, and plant the seed of the Yeah, that wasn't that kind of set up at the last one? Not really. We, okay. It was set up that, like, you thought that, like, she was going to introduce us to this gentleman and oh, okay. he was going to chisel her out of money. And stuff I was like getting Rosemary Baby yeah. vibes on the whole but thing, yeah. apparently the power that they think is in the mother is actually residing within it's Daphne. A, yeah, it's in with so, her, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it gets kind of darker in this issue. Okay. So I, I enjoyed it. Um, okay. Still definitely the weakest of the Hill House books. Um, yeah, I'm I, I won't, I won't, I won't argue with that because all I'm the other ones the have been on fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Strange Adventures. Number, Number one, one, written by Tom King. Two-time ti- two rehabby rehab award winner. winner. Yes. Writer Tom King and, and artist. Um Mitch Gerards and uh, Evan Shaner on colors, right? No, uh, no, he's on art. He's doing the art. He's yeah, the art. yeah, in the in between stuff. That he's was doing his all stuff. the art that takes Wait, place who on did the colors? Yeah, Mitch does all the art that takes place on Earth. Right. Uh, Mitch does his own everything. I believe. Yeah, I believe they do their own uh, colors. Yeah, they do. Oh, they they're doing their yeah. own colors. Interiors. Okay, all right, all right. And because uh, they're they they Clayton, flow. Clayton Cowles is on is the letterer. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I, I want to say that I think that the first person we see that's getting their book signed by Adam Strange, I think that's the girl that took the selfie with Mr. Miracle and Big Barda. It is. I think, I think they confirmed Well, did you Twitter. see, I think it's the, is it the second guy? What, what? The second guy he has in his hand, he has Strange Adventures, Mr. Miracle, and Sheriffs of Babylon. The second guy? Oh, that yeah, guy. At the book okay. signing, yeah. What I love about this is the way... There are so many that, little no, things in here. The way here. that Adam Strange, hey, hi, I'm Adam. Can yeah. I sign something? Is exactly how, <laughs> That's Tom, how Tom is. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some I I saw that some people were trying. Oh, this when when I first we'll when I first read the this yeah, the first weeks time, ago. The first time you, the thing that Tom is great at, he remembers faces. Like the second time. Oh. Like he oh, hundred remember- percent. Yeah, oh, like he oh. remembers you the second time. He's like, yeah, I get to, I get to cut in line, <laughs> in the Tom King line because he sees me. He's like, oh, hey. oh no, I gotta sign his books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get to cut in line because we, because we know Gene, and that's a hundred percent what it is. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But this, when I read that this is when I first read this and he started this, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. This is shit he knows because this is this is him kind of doing it. You you know. Um, and then I think, because everybody's like, well, I don't really know anything about, I, you don't know, you don't need to know anything about Adam Strange no. for this, because you, you're you're being told this in the first issue. You're getting caught up pretty 
but pretty, in a, pretty but quick in, on in the in, in the a lore. way that doesn't make it obvious. But but also in a sort of lost flashbacky sort of way a little bit, but even even almost um back and forth with uh you just get those little snippets. Uh Fight Club. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I almost had it. <laughs> you know, that fight club where, you know, I you get those little subtle... medications finally kicking in. Uh, well, yeah, that's it's yeah. Sure. But anyway, um I love all the subtle um little things in here. This So he's celebrated I, I... as a hero on earth. And then you have but there's there's a guy that shows up and gives him shit that's like, hey, you killed a bunch of fucking people, the, these these picts or whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, you're a murderer. Like you killed a ton of them. Um, and then that guy ends up dead. Well, he's like, I know what you did. Yeah, he ends up dead, and he's uh, he's killed by the same type uh, of weapon uh, that yeah. Adam Strange uses, a laser gun. So he goes to Batman, and which like, is awesome. Yeah. That was oh, when I first saw. I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" Just look into me. Make sure. It, yeah, t- you're the most fair person I know. F- Here, let me know. Look it, at it, it anyway. I, I and, need you to tell people that it's not me because they'll believe you. And Batman said, "Well, no, because we've been friends." Yes. Won't. And there's a lot of things reminiscent between the relationship between Adam Strange and his wife here, as it is with uh, Mr. Miracle and Big oh, Barter. Oh, absolutely. Uh, to, and I love when they're sitting at the Lincoln the, Memorial and he's going, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> and then well, you flash right back to him. So the ongoing Adam joke Strange. in Twitter That's is awesome. they're wondering if they're going to give Adam Strange a beard by the 12th issue. <laughs> uh, uh, I saw people saying that, uh, that, the guy that gets killed is kind of Tom King's way of therapeutically telling off all the Twitter haters that. Well, talk and, shit and on the him. death threats that he had. Yeah. 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 Well, you got to remember what was it? Um, the wedding is. It didn't. He needed that one yeah. bodyguard guy. Yeah. I know. I mean, that yeah. happened multiple times. I think so. He had he had he had security detail like a couple of times. Um, but ultimately, uh, you know, I think his CIA wife. I think his wife is. Kid- yeah, there is that. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. I think his wife and kid are dead. Because at the end, in here, yeah. Well, he leaves. He leaves them. Well, maybe, they're, maybe they're not. The, I mean, the Zeta beam wears off. Yeah, because because and that's how it ends. Cause, yeah, I think cause they talk is, about that. Is like a is but like no. I think I think we're getting because the art with well, the I art mean, change. And, oh, when, when 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 Mr. Terrific is the big reveal at the end. To he, so he says to Batman. Look, that was Mr. Gonna, Terrific, right? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah, well, that's what I thought. Um, he he talks to Batman and he's like, "Look, I can't investigate you." And Batman and he's like, "Listen, Batman." Find someone that can that can do it on you know in an unbiased way. So he find so he he gets Mister Terrific to do it, and when Mister Terrific shows up, he turns a picture frame over that has a picture of him and his family covered in fucking blood. Well, it's blood stains on on yeah. there. Yeah, there was a couple, but um, the, the, I there's a lot of little subtle things in here you, that I think when we find did out, did you notice that his daughter's name is spelled differently in this for some reason? Originally, his daughter's name is Aaliyah. There's no N in it, and yeah. they put an N in it for some reason. So I'm wondering if the, the the woman that's appearing in the Earth art stuff, I mean, we never see his daughter in, in yeah. Mitch Garrett's art, so I'm wondering if they're just fucking dead. There, and then the, he just went ballistic I, I, and just I, fucking I, went nuclear on the, the people that were attacking um, I the thought, people of Rand. I thought about that, but the news station talks about his wife. Yeah. 
and she seems to be well, all of this where where he's like sitting in the hotel rooms or whatever and he's just like laying there content it's like he's this is supposedly him thinking about what he did yeah but it's weird that when he has someone coming to investigate like he's clearly what him and his wife dress in plain clothes and then when they have mr terrific show up he's wearing his full adam strange suit he might be going to a signing because if you would take notice at the signings he's wearing that i don't think he is is he well he does when he does some of the appearances yeah yeah i don't know i mean this gave me this gave me a lot of obviously mr miracle vibes but i didn't 100 i didn't want another mr miracle book where i was constantly guessing what no i think we're getting i think we're gonna get something a little different with it um this kind of I, this remind you know what this reminds me more of though is Sheriff of Babylon. Did anyone oh, yeah. else read that? Yeah, Absolutely. where like someone that's in the war zone is doing questionable things, uh, and that's what that other book was all about. Mm-hmm. So this kind of seems like a blend between the two, which is fine. Yeah, um, makes sense. This this uh, didn't absolutely fucking I, blow me away. I like think I'm gonna di- I think I'm gonna disagree with you. I think this was the most beautiful. Uh, DC book this week as far with the art and oh the I meant to bring that up as well I hey I love both of these fucking artists but it was their their styles are so different that it was kind of jarring every time it went back and forth just I mean that was just because like it and I understand that the 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 Doc Shaner art is supposed to be kind of like silver agey reminiscent stuff. Well, it's and Mitch supposed, Garad's to, is supposed like, to be Infantino kind of like uh, the grittiness style. of reality sort of thing. Um, it was just kind of a, a harsh jump between the two at first. So um, I read it. This was the last thing I read again this week. This was the third time I read it. Uh, and it was especially after a couple other ones. But yeah, I have no problem making this pick of the week. My pick of the week also. It's really my pick of the week. I figured. <laughs> it's not mine. Sorry. All right. Fuck you, Josh. <sighs> no, this this was this was, this, yeah, was, this was, this was, was what Don't I wanted. And, sure. this and, is, other, and you know, the the first time I read this is everything like, I said about Flash oh, is true. I missed I missed Mr. Miracle. I don't miss it anymore. Because I think I'm getting I, I think, think the I'm getting that film. It's just because Mr. Merrick was so you hate fucking amazing. It was so like fucking good. You went in with was, such a high. This was so hyped up. I was, like, I was like, I'm shitting my pants with fucking anticipation, and this didn't absolutely fucking blow my socks off. But that, what What if we get to one of those issues where then that, everything then in that here issue turns might be my this... Pick of the yeah. week. But everything but this like... one, in this, as a self-contained number one... This was not I my mean, favorite comic Because even of the in week. like Mr. Miracle, it's not until 12 where you go, oh, no, shit, no, all that stuff one, that happened in number, number one. one. fucking blew me oh, away. No, yeah. under, number one was great, yeah. but there was stuff that was of course. laid in there but that you go, oh, fuck, This that was isn't in one. being propped up by future issues. So I'm not, I'm, I'm taking it at face value and it was okay. not my favorite book of the week. Okay. Well, I guess, you know, we have three out of four on here. I guess we'll we'll tell Tom that three out of four podcasters liked his book, which is better than, you know, 
Brian Azzarello gets. It's, so it, it's okay because Josh <laughs> don't go to the shows. I mean, he's gonna look like a dick when Tom comes into the shop. But... <laughs> well, oh what, no, what, I can't him wait. I know he can do better. I can't wait till that happens to be like, okay, Josh, here, wait, because because Jimmy will spend time editing all the things he said and <laughs> in, and, in and a play a montage. clip reel and go here, Tom, here, listen to this. Josh said this. What do you think about this? Now, Josh, answer this. Oh, that that will be answer what. Play what I said. I meant what I said. <laughs> All right. On to independence. What do we want to start off with? I, I see Mercy's on top. Let's you do go Mercy. With... All right. Little Mirka. Have mercy. Mirka and Dolfo's Mercy. I, I'm on board. I, seriously. I, I, I tell you what. I I kind of tried to rush through this a couple a couple days ago, and you can't do that? No. no. On here, I'll be honest with you. I read I this was today. Something a lot different from the trailer that we've seen in New York. A hundred percent. But you know what? I like this more. Um, I I like the art a lot, quite a bit. Uh, and the one thing that I find extremely impressive is this main character has moles, on her, like on her skin. Like she draws those in. Like, it's not just one, but she draws several, like how people are. And that was kind of, that was kind of impressive. That just that little, that little thing. Um, Somebody's like, I said, look, it's Victorian horror is the best way I can give it to you without going into anything with it. But we still don't really know what the hell's going going on on yet. And that's okay. Because we're going to be on this, hopeful. Hopefully, we're going to be on a nice journey on, next, on some what, stuff. Six issues, five issues. I'm not sure. It's five or six. Uh, excellent. Uh, this this is really good. Um, yeah, if you get a chance to pick it up, I mean, it's already sold out on uh, images uh, level. But we have a lot of things going on here with this. Uh, and rereading, there was a lot of things that I was able to pick up. I was like, oh. I didn't. I did, I missed this the first time. So yeah, you should take your time with this. All right. So from our friends at Boom, Buffy the Vampire Slayer number thirteen. This is all of Kendra's backstory in Jamaica, as she is training to become the Chosen One. This is kind of supposed to be like a big issue, right? On this. Well, one? it gives her all of her backstory and how she got okay. chosen. It was good. Uh, not great, but. Um, if you're a Kendra fan, you're going to absolutely love this. Arg, uh, Hoy Comics, Billionaire Island number one. This is a fun book. This is basically the most Mark Russell book I've ever read. Um, it's about, it, it's set in the not too distant future. Um, billionaires have crafted a floating island in the middle of the ocean. Uh, and that scene still to. didn't kill himself. Um, ah! And basically, this one guy uh, who's in the military is in this this country where the billionaires. Well, it's a floating. It's a floating island. Right, right. But this, the the guy, the Punisher guy, the Punisher yeah. guy is one of is, is working. He's, well, he's trying to. Well, yeah, well, he's trying to kill them all. Aren't yeah. all islands technically floating? Well, this this Are you serious? this moves like lost. <laughs> this, this one's oh. actually floating. Yeah. Oh, like not stationary. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, so so because if if the if the ice caps melt and the waters rise, yeah, so, they will so, still be frozen. So it starts off with like a commercial to go to billionaire island, so yeah. to speak. And they're and like if you, if you go there, you have to walk through a thing that will then immediately tell the security what your net worth is and if you're a poor person, they will kick you out. It's international waters, so there's there, it's a tax there, haven. There's no yeah. uh, there's no auditing or anything like that. So it would be everything that, you know, a one percenter dreams of yeah so to speak so there's this guy or he finds out that um the billionaires made this we're giving out humanitarian aid in, in in like third world countries but all the food they were giving out um would sterilize the people that ate it and then on top of that they could right. activate the so sterilization doing- virus that would give them super duper ebola and kill them so right. he's there and he's delivering it to people and then all the military So he's people giving are he's also, like, Oh, I'm a humanitarian, I'm giving him aid, but he's really decreasing the population. Yeah. And he ends up he ends up spilling his guts to the guy saying, like, listen, the people that were delivering those goods as well were eating it as well because we wanted to relate to the people that we were helping. And my family was there and I watched them fucking die, die. like yeah. bleeding out of their eyes and shit. I just happened to be immune to it so he's basically going full punisher uh, uh, into, yeah, he, yeah you into killed get, my family i'm gonna yeah I'm he's, get he's you. just going crazy on these people and then a reporter shows up at the at island the island gets thrown into this cage. well because she starts questioning him he's like oh here go into my waiting room and which is literally a hamster cage a hamster cage with a big a wheel water and a water bottle thing, and, and there's like wheel. another reporter like glub 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 <laughs> just drinking out of this fucking thing and, and the other um, guys they're in there like let me guess journalist <laughs> and they're like every once in a while awesome. they, they have this big fan that will distribute like hundred dollars money bills. and they all go after it and they're like and the reporter's like what the fuck does it matter with yeah, money if you're stuck in here, here. We're stuck in like well they wouldn't pay us if they weren't going to let us out and it's like oh the guy that's like promoting the whole island is like the most fucking you want to punch this guy in the fucking face Oh, it's he's a, he's dude, clearly it's, an it's asshole. It's the most yeah. fucking Mark Russell book 100%. I've ever read. I loved it. I really I lo- enjoyed I lo- this. Yeah, I liked um, I liked this too. Now, it was, I mean, it wasn't anything like super original, but it was fun. So no, it it in a in a mildly kind of Planet of the Nerds way, with the way it started off. You know, it had a little bit of that sort of. It's kind there, of there's one some, of those stories there's, like this could happen to you, uh, and, and, and yeah, it's, yeah, it's no. weird, but it's, so, it's funny. On to the next one, which is uh, Join the Future by our friends at Aftershock, uh, read Dangerously. Similar kind of concept. I didn't read this. Yeah, this was really good. This, but this was, this was super good. This, this was a, what I, liked, I was surprised by this. I, I wasn't really, expecting this I really to be that about good. This, this is paced so well. The pay, yes, the, that, it's, this is written fantastically uh, well. The art is good. It starts off similarly with a commercial Come join the future, which is your utopia of, hey, everything's here. You can have this here. You can have this. But it just f- comes at a small little price. And, of course, there is um, those who in the Midwest or or such surrounding areas that aren't going to this city and pretty much signing over their lives, so to speak. And, uh, you know, they're kind of living in, uh, uh, you know, uh, pioneering Wild West sort of time because the city's depleting all the other resources and uh, even creating some other things like um, 
like uh, uh, artificial animal life that's killing out some of the other things. So they're kind of muscling them down. Uh, so there's a lot of dual duality going on with the messages on this. Um, and of course the city's trying to take over their town and the sheriff of this town is like, no, we're not selling to the big city. This was, this was really good. So we had the big gunfight at the end and whatnot, and we'll see what happens. So any other independence? Farmhand 14. Um, in this one, they've got the scientist guy back to the lab. Him, uh, he's trying to work on it. Uh, Zeke's uncle calls him and says, we need to have a talk about Thorn. Um, Zeke confronts him and says, no more bullshit. And he starts to tell a story and Zeke passes out. Um, Andy and Zeke's wife go to try and steal the mint. That's supposedly the what's spreading the Jed seed. And they get confronted. Uh, do you remember the really creepy uh, Danny Trejo type character that was like the bodyguard for Thorn? He's actually in the I shed before Thorin even was introduced. I think he, he he's he's in the shed with tentacles and like he attacks him. Um, a little bit of action, but the best part is the worm dog thing shows back up, and we get the origin of that. So what happened was when they were testing on animals, they usually did it on rats and stuff, but they had this pug come in with skin cancer. Well, somehow it ate. It, 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 it took the graft, but then it ate a silkworm and mutated. <laughs> so they got this thing. Um, no, it's, 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 it's still picked pretty... Up, it's picked up? Because I know it, you guys said up it, a like, little it bit. took a yeah. shit at one point. I, um, I, didn't, I didn't read this one yet. Yeah, it, okay. It's picked up. Um, this one wasn't as action-packed as the other ones, but you can tell the buildup is just getting to where the final confrontation is going to be. Wasn't there another Rob Guillory book this week? Like a Chew book? Out, 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 Outer, Outer Darkness, Darkness and Chew, and Chew yeah. which I guess... I've never read Chew. He has something to do with it, Outer I Darkness. Chew, so I never got around to yeah. it. I wanted... It was one I was hoping to get to this week, but yeah. Uh, Mr. Jimmy, any other indies? I have, I have King of Nowhere, number oh. one. Written by uh, W. w. Maxwell, Maxwell Prince. Prince and Tyler Jenkins by... and Hillary Jenkins on art. Yes. Um, so Guy kind of wakes up out of apparently stupor or something. So he, he doesn't he, know. He just wakes up so and he's, he's like, sch- hey. He's a schizophrenic. This was my pick of the week. This was really good. This I, was I, the I, first I book I read this because week, and I was like, wow, this was really good. The main character Wait, has Wait, does the no... B cover have ice cream out in the middle? The B cover is a Mirazzo cover. Yeah, they drew the main character like he's yes. the ice cream man. Oh, I love well, this I cover. Mean, the the B cover, yeah. Hey, Mirazzo, Mirazzo everyone kind of Friend of the, the podcast, place. Martin Mirazzo. Um, Martin Mirazzo. Oh, yeah, but... Ice cream man's in there, isn't he? She was in ice cream man. Mm-hmm. This guy wakes up and he, in the middle of nowhere. And he's like, fuck, I did it again. He's like, God damn, this is a weird-ass fucking dream again. He walks into a bar. Well, he, he, he initially doesn't think that. He's like, why can't I ever just wake up in my bed? 
Yeah, and then this guy it pulls reminds up. Reminds me of my college years. And just he's like, like hey, are you waking <laughs> up in weird places, places, going, "What the fuck happened?" Yeah, but last but time? he stopped. This guy the stops. Best part he, that that uh, he stops at Jeep, and there's and, a deer guy. <laughs> there's a guy with a deer's head on it. He's, he's like, like, "Hey, you're you, a deer." He's like, you "Yeah, deer? you're a newbie. Uh, the place is gonna eat you alive." And he just keeps walking. and He ends up in nowhere. Um, well, because he thinks he's on an LSD trip. No, he thinks he's dreaming. Well, he does. He does say that. No, no. Also, he thinks he's. A, it's so we don't know if he's dreaming or if he's on an Once LSD again, trip. Once again, a bad dream, or you're tripping, or if this is real. So he walks into this bar, and there's a fucking guy a with man, his head a, on upside. Uh, down. There's a menagerie the, of fucking one of weirdos. The, in yeah, there. that. But the bartender's like, and he goes up to the bartender, "Hey, your he's head's fit, upside your head's down." Up. He's like, yeah, he goes, "How uh, do you know that everyone else is yeah. is on wrong and mine's right?" This, uh, <laughs> I thought th- that was a great. This line. fish person comes up to him and is like, "Hey, man, I'm Jed. Some guy, some guy with a bunch of arms is going to kick my ass." And he's like, "Hey, it doesn't matter. This is all a dream. None of this is going to matter. I'm going to forget like, all about you oh, guys." Oh, great! <laughs> um, the guy with like six arms shows up, pulls the fish guy outside. They start kicking his ass, and he's like, "Well, fuck it. I'm just going to head outside and help this guy out." Um, he he's just kind of along for the ride and not taking any of this seriously, and man, that's the most fucking relatable thing I could possibly read this week, and that's why it's my pick of the week. I felt like I felt like I was along for the ride with the main character. This was kind of I'd never read a book like this before, where who who fucking has any idea what's going on, um, and. I thought that was pretty in the unique. best possible way. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the characters were interesting. There was a weird twist at the end that I, I that was well, the only I think part this that I think was like I, I don't really give a shit about the deer guy because he ends up getting killed by this like weird nail gun guy. Yeah, with a nail gun. But and but he's going to nowhere too. So I yeah. think this is our but sign you know, or signal gets, that this is a like real place for, for helping the the fish guy out and beating up the guy with six arms he gets arrested and then when he goes to the to the sheriff's office they're like, like hey uh we got some giant fucking iguanas we have to shoot at can you we're yeah gonna deputize you that real part quick. i found Here's a little a weird yeah it, it was just like everyone's just kind of going with the flow yeah. it was like fuck the most fucking well, non-confrontational what, thing what, what i loved about this is it's like okay this isn't a dream and then you're like well clearly it's a dream and then yeah. you're like well maybe it's not a dream yeah I loved it. I fucking loved it. Oh, it was. It was this, a, again. This was the first thing I read this week, and I was like, every, "Wow, this was way better than I every was hoping." Was just like, "Oh, all right, I'm gonna play my role real quick. You can you can but stay here." He's I like, recommend. Hey, this guy's on, gonna come uh, over and kick my ass. Rehab. I'll see you later. Yeah, yeah dude, absolutely. It, I'm gonna, pick of the week. I look forward I mean, to number two. Absolutely. My indie pick of the week. I'm done. I'm done. Why the only one with books left? I'm sure done. You are. Kill Whitey Donovan, number four or five. Um, the guy that they number ran. Number 45? What did I miss? Four of five. I thought he said four or five. I was like, well, which, which one is it? Are we getting back into Goon reviews where numbering doesn't matter? <laughs> yeah. No, on Goon it didn't. No, not really. And not are, really. Are you li- Goon came out this week. What happened, yeah. Dave? I stopped reading. What Goon. happened, Dave? Why, why would you stop reading that one? I thought you liked the Goon. Cost. Budgets, right man. Away, budgets. Right away. Right away, I think there's problem. like three books you may have bought that you could have got Goon instead. Anyway. <laughs> um, so apparently the guy they run into is a stop on the Underground Railroad, but he knew Hattie's mother. Um, 
I like how he looks at us and is like, do you remember the last Just issue? Just give him this so we can get through the book, all right? <laughs> do you remember the last issue? We're this close to finishing the podcast. Listen to my review. That but, guy. Yeah, that guy. Um, But they got chased down by the guy that, that's fallen a mob. I forget what his name is. The guy with the dog. And they escape. And they actually end up separating. Um, the main character is going after Donovan and... I'm kind of doing the same thing. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. What? We're, yeah. we're just trying to savor the I'm just, I'm just going to not... Like the, here, here's the thing. The, 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 the books that I don't buy, I'm going to stop you're, reading. You're, you're stuttering, Dave. Yeah, I know. Anyway... Last book of the you gotta day. Gotta take a page out of my book and just keep. No, I don't. Just keep keep fucking no, yeah, reviewing. It's, just keep it's, reviewing. It's podcast comedy. We, we, gold. We've been doing this how long? You, I'm not capable of doing that. See, actually, the best part about it, if Jimmy would actually edit, he could pan Josh's book review on the one side, and then all of our other bantering on the other side. It it, it would be awesome. Anyway. <laughs> Um, from a blaze, but it's awesome that is all happening over his review. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From, you can listen to the same awesome. scene like three different times and hear three different conversations. Yeah, these are things Jimmy could do, but eh. you yeah. broke me. You broke my fucking spirit, Paul. You took this thing where I liked editing the podcast and fucking killed it. And now I have the Josh method of fuck it, beginning and cold open. Fuck you. Last book. Sumerian. The Sumerian. Can I? I? The Sumerian. Uh, Blaze uh, Comics, The Sumerian Queen of the Black Coast, number one, uh, by Gene David Morvan. Morvan? M-O-R-V-A-N. I'll allow it. Morvan. Yeah, sure. And Pierre Alari. Alari? Alari? It's a Conan book. Well, yeah, what? No. It what? is a Conan book. It, it is literally a Conan book. No way. No, it's no and way. it's not a well-written Conan book. I like was... the guy does not have the voice for Conan. Okay, it's a Conan book. It in England the Conan copyright is different, right. so they get to do their own thing with their with that when they tried to bring it over here because a Blaze is an English publishing company. When they tried to bring it over here, somebody. Disney said, oh, no, you're not. We own Conan or the Robert E. Howard estate also has control over what gets done and uh, stuff. So what? Yeah, it's Robert Robert E. That's why it says Robert E. Howard's here. That's Conan. So it is Conan. It's not. It's Conan. They just can't call it Conan. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't good. Okay. Didn't like it. All righty. Is it is it maybe because we've been spoiled with some good Conan books recently, or no? Probably. It's because we've been. Oh, you like a Conan book? Here's another one. Hey, you like Conan? Here's another one. Here's another one, Josh. Josh, here's another Conan book. Wait, I mean, I read read it. it! It's Wait. Conan. All right. I didn't read the so, Conan. So, I mean, there was an actual Conan book this week. I didn't read it though. The Serpent Crown bullshit. Yeah, I didn't read it. I literally, either. I literally start reading this, and I'm just like, I'm so over. I was never a huge Conan fan to begin with. And that's all I've been given for the last three goddamn months. <laughs> I'm going to just review all of them now, just to spite you. <laughs> Including that one. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I don't listen to your reviews anyways. It doesn't affect I'm me. I'm still going to review them. 
Anyways. All right. On to Meteor. Anything happened in Meteor this week, Mr. Jimmy? Emerald City Comic Con finally came to their senses and postponed. Okay. So when did they, when did, when did people start pulling out? Was it Tuesday? Sunday night. Sunday, this Sunday night, they started uh, pulling it. Penguin Press was the first to pull out. Okay. I, I, well, I know the sales team on that. Um, And then it was Dark Horse. It was. Dark Horse did officially pull out. Oh, yeah. Everyone did. And DC was on what? Tuesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. And. And then, so like all of a sudden, then it was everybody else is pulling out because Scotty Young pulled out. You said, uh, and then, uh, it was uh, Valiant pulled out. Uh, Tynan pulled out because he was making an appearance there. Not well, I thought when DC pulled well, out, it was also all their guests, too. But he, he also was there to promote Something's Killing the Children, and he pulled oh, out separately. He was under Boom, yeah. and, uh, well, Boom and IDW, I think, are in Washington. I think that's where their, their publishing house base is, but where fi- the headquarters but fi- are. finally they came to their senses and canceled. Speaking of coronavirus canceling, uh, South by Southwest was canceled this year uh, for the same reason. Get the fuck out. I'm wondering what impact it's going to have on some other stuff. What's South by Southwest? What? Okay, Boomer. I don't know what it is. Okay, thank you. Holy shit. How the fuck don't you know what South by Southwest is? Really? No, No idea. It is... It's like the Woodstock of, of everything. Y- your generation, so to speak. It's, yeah, it's music festival. It's a tech conference. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, it's everything wrapped into one. Yeah, I mean, I think they even have like movie stars yeah. and movie, movie uh, showings and stuff. In, now. In, yeah. in, in Austin, which is the most fun city in America. Yeah, I mean, Austin was a really big hotbed for music. Yeah. Uh, for a long time, still is again Austin, uh, the show Austin City Limits. But um, I'm trying to think of what else. So I guess some comic news uh, today. DC announced that on Batman ninety two, which they did. We talk about last week how they were switching the covers. Well, today they added a new variant by Jorge Menes on on that a uh, 1 in 25 um which you know and then the other news we got today on Mercy one of the books that we reviewed is already sold out it was sold out and it was limited to 60,000 and prints. you said like literally an hour before we started the podcast today it, it, all of a sudden it, it went it from started like jumping an $8 up $8 book on eBay to like 20 $25 yeah I saw that, uh, was it Jim Lee that was interviewed and said that uh, the 5G thing that DC is doing is, is still happening, but it's not going to be as crazy as people thought it was? Yeah. So so basically, they're like, uh, we're going to dabble in this, but it's not going to matter. Yeah, it's not going to be like a huge uh, paradigm Speaking shift. Speaking of DC, they released first images of the Batmobile. This is definitely a year one Batman. It is literally a modified either mustang or maybe a charger i was gonna say it looks like a charger with bat wings on it yeah but it's badass it's like that's what that's what batman would be doing and you know when you first start out i'm all for like a legitimate year one story which seems like that's what we're getting and uh one of the 
books that we've had on uh, podcasts as a pick of the week. Uh, Harleen has made the New York Times bestseller list with the hardcover, I guess. Good. Deservedly so. Um, it's, that, that's one of the best like single creator books we've had in a long time. Uh, we See, we, we well, talked about the Sandman being on TV, right? No. Uh, I guess it's being developed for TV, and also they're going to Audible. They're going to do some dramatization. Well, what, was, wasn't uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt attached to a Sandman movie for years and finally gave that up? Honestly, that would have been good. Oh, it would have been. That's, that's fine, yeah. Well, seeing that she let the cat out of the bag, I'm going to be a dad. Supergirl left it out of the bag that she's pregnant. Oh, uh um, you mean Josh's Mel- mom, Melissa Benoist? Yes. Okay. Uh, she's actually married to the guy that she's married to. Yeah, uh, the that guy played, on the show, uh, Monel, for yeah. a couple seasons. Yeah. So, uh, oh, and did, what, did we talk about the White Knight imprint? Last uh, no, week? no. Uh, there is going to be a whole basically side uh, imprint. Yeah. So I'm yeah. all for it. Yes. Yeah, I, he's not going to be writing all of them either. So, like, he's going to be storyboarding them or yep. kind of guiding them in the same way and, that, like, and, Donny Cates guides the Ghost Rider or Cosmic Ghost Rider stuff. And what I love about it, his rules his rules are pretty what comic fans want. If a death happens, it's permanent. Um, there was a couple other ones that were like, okay, this is this makes these feel more like... Well, and, and another thing, uh, uh, the death metal... For oh. uh, Batman, there's oh my god, there's, a, there's dead dead characters stay dead, no inner monologues, everything has to come out on time, and only the best talent who puts customers readers first. Those are his four rules for the Murphyverse. He was probably my favorite conversation in DC two years ago. Do you want the Murphyverse to be limited to Batman? Well, no. He even says he has stories planned for how to integrate Wonder Woman. Superman. Who do you want to see do a Murphy verse book? In that kind of same tone, I would really like to see. Oh, probably Mitch. Yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say Tom and Tom and Mitch would be a good fit for that oh, universe. A Superman book in that universe. Oh, by Mitch and Tom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd really like to see Benjamin Percy um, take have a take on Green Arrow because I thought his part of the Green Arrow rebirth run was the best part of it. I think um, Grant Morrison would probably do a good job. In oh, Morrison would do great. Honestly, I think okay. if oh, this is Azarello was kind of yeah, yeah, kind of like I like his yeah, writing. He's, he's very poetic. But like, kind of okay. Here, oh, this is, you need to stay within these yeah. confines. I think it would work. Yeah. Where's the door? Uh, so there's a there's a lot there that could happen. Um, a special cameo in Fast and Furious Nine, because when I think Fast and Furious and action movies, I think this actor, Ben Stiller. What? <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, come on. There there was Delta Force or Delta Force or whatever. Oh no! Come on, the best or movie. Tropical Thunder. Tropical Thunder. That's and the he best was fantastic. Tro- yeah, that, Tropical that Thunder was amazing. That movie's fucking amazing. Hey, come on, 
But you what does that have to do with Fast and Furious? You, you can't beat him in mystery, man. I don't know. He's, mystery man he's was a good movie. Zoolander was a good movie. And, Heavy Weights was a and good movie. And who is the first voice and the first person you see in Mystery Men? Do you remember? Howard Stern's Artie Lang. Yeah. yeah. He's the villain. Yeah. After 25 seasons, Judge Judy's ending. I am so depressed. You would be, you fucking boomer. <laughs> Come on. That was this. like, I don't think he's old enough to be a boomer. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm definitely Gen X. Yeah. I was born boomer. in 78. <laughs> he's not a boomer. Okay, boomer. That's all I have for Meteor. All right. He dead. Well, now I'd like to take the time to talk about the he dead segment. I see episode. what you're doing. And at 93. At 93, Mr. inside the actor studio host, James, James Lipton. Lipton, has passed away. Dude, for the longest time, I didn't fucking realize that guy was that old. Now, I mean, I, he understood he dyed his hair and stuff. But, like, <laughs> yeah, still, and dyed his hair and stuff. Dyed his hair and everything. And every time someone mentioned his age, I was like, there's no fucking way this guy's that old. And, I mean, he worked. Very recently, up to his to his death, like I can't remember sure. the last person he interviewed, but I mean, the, but that like he was a, he was a pinnacle interviewer, yeah. like yeah. that was, you know, and sometimes there was stuff that was revealed and said, and um, he was definitely someone that kind of broke the mold, and a uh, longtime ESPY's uh, producer, Mara Mant, um. She really brought kind of the ESPYs award to a mainstream kind of thing. Um, she worked with a lot of Hollywood producers. Um, again, sports and comic books have always kind of crossed over with the whole heroes, superheroes thing. So um, she passed away at 53, I believe. I think we did. We do this last week yeah, there to was the uh, Lee Philip Bell, the young and restless and bold and beautiful yes. creator yep, last week. Him. And then so we did uh, Clive Cussler. Yep. Cussler, okay. Uh, Trader Joe? No, yep. we did not. I, yeah, yeah did. I saw that one as well. No, I thought yeah. we missed that. No, that, we didn't do that last week. Up but... right after the podcast. No, we did that one last week. Okay. okay. Did we? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I don't think we did the guy that owns Trader Joe. I don't Joe. think we did Trader Joe last week. No. I don't think he I don't died remember. like a couple of days ago. Yeah, he was 89, so he was, he was up there too. Uh, and kind of on the heat dead, uh, Paulina Portskova, the wife of Rick Ocasek. Really? She no, she didn't die. Oh, okay. But she was cut out of the will. No way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's gotta hurt. Well, it really hurt because all her modeling stuff was was factored in there. Yeah. And he was just like, nope, because they were they were either divorced like two year two years before he passed away. Oh. Or and, but they were still living together. It was it was kind of a you know, that weird, weird thing. But yeah. It's complicated. It, whatever. I don't know. I just found it like that was kind of a little weird and cold. But uh, top five. Anyway. Um, all right. Is that it? Anything else? We got to give a shout out to. Uh, we do? Yeah, we do. Jose Payne Pena. Yeah, who, I'm going to let Jimmy uh, pronounce that. Who actually commented on our pinned post on the Facebook page and. Said how much he enjoyed the podcast. Yeah, it was an older post from like 2019. Well, but it's still. our pin, it's our pin post. It's uh, the yeah. one that kind of tells what and we are. His exact words were: "He loves the pure 
brutal honesty of our podcast. What were we doing? The Hulk Hogan thing? Or no, what Vince you... McMahon. Vince McMahon? He's okay. not very good at it, but... No. Okay. He's pretty good. I don't know. I don't know. That's my pure brutal honesty, by the way. I thought it was pretty And good. for those who haven't seen, friend of the podcast, Joe... Is on the verge of a mental Ooh. breakdown. And something we <laughs> don't know what the fuck's going unlocking on. Unlocking the secrets of the universe by we're not sure which fa- at this point. Fashioning L- listen, art listen, pieces. Joe, if you're listening, that's He's not, not. The, that's not the way out. Okay, come talk to us. We can talk you down. Okay, before something bad happens. I wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. Cut ties, no laws that you've been living in. All right. And just, uh, just end this. End this. End it I was going to, on that note, I'm the maestro. I'm the Mad Hatter. Jimmy Kimmel almost live. Friend of Joe, Josh. <laughs> you've been listening to Comic Book Rehab. Be good to each other. <laughs>